guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. This week we had an opportunity to study Matthew chapter 2 and Luke chapter 2, which this is kind of interesting because most of us, I would imagine, two weeks ago, as we were reading about Christmas, had an opportunity to read these very chapters. And so I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but there's an opportunity here to be able to study some things a little bit more in depth that I think will help us in our initial study of the of the New Testament here. So with Matthew chapter 2, I want to focus on about the first 10 to 12 verses or so as we are introduced to these gentlemen here here, the wise men from the East. And I love the way they are portrayed uh, in a lot of the videos, especially the video called The Christ Child, which many of us watched. I love how it shows these wise men. It shows this particularly powerful looking guy here, uh, one of the wise men who comes to worship the young child Jesus. Now, there's a cool article in the January 2023 edition of the For Strength of Youth, meaning the youth magazine that the church puts out every month, and it's simply called Who Were the Wise Men? So I want to kind of backtrack back and forth between this and a couple other things to help us understand who these men really were. So the scriptures tell us that the wise men came from the east to seek the Savior. The term wise men comes from a Persian word magi. Though we aren't told exactly who these men were, there are a few things we can say we know about them from what we are told. Now, over in the Bible dictionary under wise men from the east, there's a great statement here. It says, who these men were, we are not told, but it is certain that they were not ordinary men. I love that statement that they were privileged to search out the Son of God and give him gifts, and that they were spiritually sensitive and knowledgeable suggests that they were actually prophets on a divine errand. The customary identification of them as astrologers is a gross misrepresentation. They evidently were holy men from a land east of Palestine. So now you go back to this other article in the For Strength of Youth that says, people have traditionally thought that there were three wise men because they brought three gifts. It is unclear from the scriptures how many wise men there actually were. We also understand that they visited Jesus as a young child rather than as a baby. Now, the wise men clearly were righteous and knew some prophecies about the Messiah's birth. Now, as I said last week, Matthew, here we're reading in Matthew's account, Matthew loved quoting the Old Testament. He loved referring to Old Testament prophecies. For example, you go in verse number five of Matthew chapter two, and it says, and they said unto him, this is when the wise men met with Herod, and Herod's like, what the heck? Who is this king that we're supposed to be seeking? They said unto him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. So these men, like it said in the article, clearly understood the prophecies about Jesus' birth, which means these guys read their scriptures. Wise men read scriptures and wise men seek Jesus Christ through the scriptures. I think that's a great quality of what makes a wise man wise. Now back to this article. They may have been from a branch of the Lord's people. They diligently sought the Son of God and were led to him by the Spirit. They brought him gifts and then returned to bear witness of his birth to their people. They were also warned in a dream not to tell Herod where the child was. Their faithfulness and diligence can be an inspiring example to us in our personal journeys to draw closer to the Savior. Now, as you're going through this reading about the wise men, there's a cool little video. It is a Christmas video that the church put out several years ago, but it focuses on the wise men. I love what it teaches here about what makes a wise man wise. So watch this.
By the sweat of their brows, with their hands, men earn bread. Among them are those that desire to be led. With spiritual eyesight sent from above, they sense a sign pointing to he who is love. They carry forth gifts, not fit for a king. Through service they witness what hope Emmanuel means. The child of God they encounter is not found in a manger. It's the brother or sister they once viewed as a stranger. As the star in the east led the wise men of old. The bread of life leads wise men today to the hungry and cold, and sends to the fatherless, the widow, the poor, earthly angels proclaiming his love evermore. Precious gifts to the Christ child upon a holy night were once brought. But wise men today a new thing are taught. Give unto others as Christ would have you give. Remember the season and echo the reason for his miraculous birth. You know, one of the cool things about that is it talks about the importance of giving the Savior gifts. Again, we talked about this, you know, uh, at the end of last year, how Jesus doesn't need anything from us. It's not that he's like, oh, yes, gifts for me. Nope, it's not about him. It's about us learning how to become like him. It's like that, that parable of the grateful cat that we talked about, how this cat comes up and drops this mouse at its master's feet. And you're like, great thanks you know there's a lot of things that we offer to the savior that he doesn't need but i love this quote from d todd christopherson about gifts he said in ancient times when people wanted to worship the lord and seek his blessings they often brought a gift 
is there something in you or in your life that is impure or unworthy? When you get rid of it, that is a gift to the Savior. Is there a good habit or a quality that is lacking in your life? When you adopt it and make it part of your character, you are giving a gift to the Lord. Sometimes this is hard to do, but would your gifts of repentance and obedience be worthy gifts if they cost you nothing? And so I love that idea of what to give to the Savior. Oftentimes we give him our repentant heart. Again, does he need that? No, but we need to give that gift to him. That is what makes a wise person wise. One of the verses that I've connected to these 12 verses here in Matthew chapter 1 is one of the most well-known verses in the Book of Mormon. It is Jacob chapter 6 verse 12, which simply says, Oh, be wise. What can I say more? And so I love what is taught here just in these first verses about the wise men. As you study through them, look for things that help make a wise man wise. And I think it's going to be beneficial to you as you read these verses. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.